I guess. Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It's Halloween today. Happy did Halloween. you know that? I didn't know that. You did? I did. Nice. Did you know that, John? Yeah. It won't be Halloween when you guys actually hear this, so you'll just have to live pretend, through our happy willing happy weeniness. Right. Pretend it's Halloween when you hear this. So hey, welcome back to another episode of the RGRT podcast where random runs rampant. Hey, I like that. I just made that up. Was it random? Yeah, just randomly. It was rampant also. It was. It was randomly rampant. I'm your host, Scott. I'm here with John. Yo. And Dustin. Hello. What's up, fellas? Are you asking the audience or are you asking us? You. It's been so long since John did a podcast. He should have lots to talk about. I do. Like what? I don't really remember. (laughs) How was your week, Scott? We should start off with you this week. It was fantastic. (laughs) What did you do? Um, We went to Moab. How come I can catch you? You can catch me in a drink, but I can't catch you in a drink. Oh, that's Because I got discipline. Skills. Drink skills. That is skills. I'm impressed. So, yeah, it was great. We went to Moab. We did go to Moab. Oh, we hiked. Hiked my feet off, man. My feet were sore afterwards. But it was awesome. Dustin's a taskmaster, man. He's like, (laughs) you will hike, and you will hike long and hard and far. Did you have what you needed? What? Did you have, like, a water bag We were prepared. Okay. Everybody was prepared. We had all that stuff. But yeah, we went on some pretty good hikes. Probably not for Dustin, but did Dustin plan all that for too? Grandpa's? It was a long Grandpa hike. I didn't plan anything. I just let the family decide. I I I just go with the flow. So I, you weren't really cracking the whip. Well, um, no, I wasn't really cracking the whip. My was kids cracking the whip then. Your kids? Yeah, my family drives. It was the, bossy Scott, wasn't it? No, I was actually kind of a little bit worried kid, that kid like guys. you guys weren't getting done what you wanted to do because my family's so intense on what they want to do. No, that's what you wanted to do. I wanted to go down and see some stuff, and we did. Yeah. Go on kind some of, hikes. I'm kind of disappointed after we got back. You showed me a little more of arches that I haven't explored yet, and I really I wanted know. to do that, so I want to go back. Where'd wish, you go? I wish we would have found that earlier, too, because that would have been fun. Yeah. Where'd you go? Well, where we didn't go. Where Dustin didn't go. What? Where did you go that Dustin I didn't, go anywhere. didn't go? Arches. Nowhere. I well, found it after we got back. I was looking yeah. at the... Oh, on the web? Yeah, on the web, oh, looking at some of the trails that are available and stuff that we might be able to do next time and found a really cool one that goes out to Double O Arch, and it looked awesome. So I'm kind of sad we didn't do it. Why? But it's rated difficult, so mm. that should be fun. My family has a little bit of bad taste in their mouth for arches. What? This is the first time that we've gone there where it hasn't been so packed oh. that you can't do anything. Gotcha. So, like, we've never done, like, like Scott um, and his family really wanted to do Delicate Arch. We've never done Delicate. I mean, we've been to Moab quite a few times, but we've never been to Delicate Arch just because it's so packed. And so this time we went, and, well, I mean, we pulled right in the parking lot. There was parking spots to be had. So Yeah, it wasn't yeah. very crowded at all. We only had to wait, like, what, 15 cars, maybe 10 cars to get in. It was like five minutes, 10 minutes tops. Yeah. I mean, the front of the, the front of the parking lot was full, but we drove around that back loop and there was just right. parking spots everywhere. So no, I mean, just to get into the park. Oh yeah. To get into the park. It was pretty fast. Yeah. The week before it was a three hour wait to get into the park. Yeah. Night. So, At yeah. the same time of day. Yeah. Uh, I think that was later in the afternoon. We went Earlier in the morning. No, I remember they had closed it down until 2. Oh, yeah. They closed right, it down yeah. at 11. So actually, we actually got there later than they actually... Cl- or no, we got there right before they would have closed it the week before So to access. Dang. So, But it was awesome. I didn't think there were very many people there at all, really. It was... Yeah. So was it we did Delicate Arch. Uh, no, it was actually a really nice temperature. Um, it was perfect. It's freezing here. It was like 60 degrees. 
which is really great for hiking. Yeah. Got in a little cold if, if you stopped. If the sun's out, if you're in the shade or if you stop. Yeah, so I just say, if you stopped in the shade, it was got a little chilly if you stopped. But for hiking, it was great. Yeah. That's and cool. We were on the move pretty much the whole time. Yeah, so we didn't, we didn't slow down much. So we went to Arches the first day, and we did the Delicate Arch hike, which was really fun. Uh, never done that before. That thing's pretty impressive up close. You know, you see it everywhere, and I don't know. It doesn't. It seemed grander standing underneath it, and yeah. all the pictures. Yeah, you stand underneath it; it's like fifty feet high. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty big. Then we went to some other small hikes and arches, Sand Sandy and Arch, where I almost died twice, <laughs> but I saved a guy's <laughs> life. You almost died, so you saved a guy's life, huh? Yeah. So my thought on sand dune arches, there's not as much sand underneath the arches there's there used not. to be. Uh, so we kind of hiked up the backside to this arch, and Scott kind of blazed the trail, and we kind of followed him. And it's it's a hard kind of little climb, like this. It's a shimmy up, Scott. a shimmy up this like cliff type thing. Then you end up behind it, and then you can come around the arch and then drop down the front. They didn't have any chains for that ledge. No. no. And in the past, that seems like that front drop it's used to be in the a, sand. Maybe twenty-five foot climb, so it's not like yeah, it's, it's it, how it, wide is the cliff? Uh, the well, you're kind of in this little, little like like four foot crevice gap type, maybe that yeah. you're trying like to climb. A slot canyon? No, uh, well, I guess I mean it's like tiny. a it's like a crack. It's like a sheer face, and then oh, well, it's, it's like an um, what do they call that? An, not an uh, in, inverted arete. <laughs> it's one of those, John. Yeah, no, exactly. So anyway, is. we climbed up it. You get to the end, and there's this drop down, right, to get off it. If you go around the back way all the way, it's like a loop, and you don't go back down the same way you came. And we're only talking like 10-foot loop. Like, it's it's pretty small to yeah, get around the other side tiny. of the loop. So 10 I, foot or 10 minute? No, 10, 10, 10 feet. It's small. Like, we're just walking around this small arch. So there's a small arch that goes like this. So you walk up behind it, and you come down around and go right in front of it. And so Scott starts climbing down the front side of the arch. Yeah. And in the past, there used to be sand all the way. Like, you used to be able to jump off of all of this stuff into the sand, soft sand. And all I see is Scott kind of in this little V shape on his elbows. Yeah. And, like, he's getting ready to drop. And it's, what do you think, maybe like a eight-foot drop, seven-foot drop? It's not very far, but... It, it's farther than it looks, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look very far. So you land on this rock that's like at a 45-degree angle, right? So I landed, and I just kind of started taking off down the rock, and I biffed it. So I'm watching him from up top, and I see him hit, and it's a downhill drop. you know. So as soon as he lands, he's like going down. And so I see him and he kind of like scurries a little bit. Like, and then I could see his feet, like he's, his feet, he's, they're getting ahead of him. So I know he's going down on his butt. Luckily he was lock and loaded with two big water bottles in his butt. I, did, I didn't <laughs> he know just, that time. I didn't break either water bottle. <laughs> he got right the he, second fall that I broke the water. He went bottle. right down to his butt and then slid, but then hopped up. And I was like, dude, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And so there's the war wound I got. I got a little scrape on my thumb right there. It's That's nothing. Up. I took I it took Eric, pretty well, but I took Eric and Sid. And I'm like, turn around, we're going back. <laughs> I don't care how dangerous it is. Scott's like, I'll catch you, and I'm like, nope. But then there's this little foreign dude that followed us up, From and England. he's like pushing past me, and he's like, I'm going down, and he's like, this is the best way, and we're like, no, we're going back. So we turned around, and went back. We didn't even see anything else. And so I had just gotten up right, and this guy comes, and he's I turn turn around, and, and there's this guy standing there ready to come down, and I figure, oh, dude. Don't. And he's shorter than oh, Scott. Dude, don't. <laughs> and so he's getting ready to do it. So I figured, oh, I'm, I better stay here just in case. Because so, yeah, he came how down. T- how tall are you? About six foot, 5'11". And he's probably like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, yeah. He was short. He was shorter than Erica. He's pretty short. So he starts coming down and he, he jumps and he just biffs it hard right off the bat. So I caught him. Kind of. With your fist in his face? No, I just wrapped around him, but and then I thought I had him for a second, and I thought we were going to both be okay, then all of a sudden we both went down. <laughs> <laughs> so this was know. like in the span of like a minute. I've now crashed and burned on the rocks twice, <laughs> and that time I did land on the, the water bottle that was in my pocket, and it I blew. guess it, it blew all up my back, <laughs> and so I was sopping wet. 
but I did save his life. So <laughs> there is that. Good, yeah, well. yeah. And so the time that it took me to go back the other 10 feet and then scurry back down that steep incline and get down there, all of this had happened. I didn't know Scott had caught this guy. So I see this water up Scott's back. He's holding his thumb. He's kind of holding his elbow. And I'm like, pretty good too. I he's like, everywhere. I thought this all happened from the first time. Uh-huh. And then Scott's like, I saved that little foreign dude's life. And I was like, oh yeah, that little foreign dude pushed back. Like I didn't know, like I didn't know this whole second part had happened. That's funny. But it was crazy. So was it like this and then like this? So yeah, there's a drop about 10 feet and then right, it's like you're landing on this. 45 degree. So there's a 45 (laughs) degree thing like this. And it's covered in gravel. Oh, wow. And like rocks and sand. It didn't look that far until I landed. Holy crap. (laughs) That's crazy, Scott. But it was enough for me to go... I go back the other way, and I was a, yeah. I was a kind of afraid to go back the other way because, in Erica's and Sid's geniusness, they had taken their shoes off, and then they didn't put their shoes back on when they climbed up this little path to get behind the arch. Yeah, they would have biffed it hard jumping with no shoes. Down. And it's always easier to climb up than it is to climb down. Yeah, and so yeah, different so traction. I climbed down first, and then helped him down. By the time I got back, Scott was a a, a war wounded. Ethan was the only one who saw me biff it twice, both he times. He was still there? Was he going to uh, jump to you or something? So he was down at the bottom. There's like this little area where there's a bunch of sand, and so he didn't come. So he saw me, and then he came up, and, are you okay, Dad? Are you okay? And then I helped this other guy, and so then I biffed it again. He's like, Dad. <laughs> thought I was going to die or something. He was a smart guy. He's the one who didn't climb up <laughs> the arch. But yeah. then we climbed up that slot canyon. That was yeah, really cool. Did. Kind of that beat ourselves fun. up a little bit more. That was fun. So you go back a little past Sand Dune Arch, and there's teeny tiny, what, 20-foot slot? Yeah, canyon. it's pretty It's pretty yeah. small. Slot but it was a tight fit. Cool. Yeah? Yeah. What did we do after Sand Dune? After Sand Dune that night, we... Oh, we went to Double Arch, too, right? Oh, yeah, then we went to Double Arch. <laughs> That's Ch- awesome. A Chinese lady took my picture. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to Double's Ar- Double Arch? I don't remember. I have, so been to, I have been to Delicate, but I don't remember if I went to Double. It's a little bit of a steep climb to get up on this. On It's just kind of this opening. And then when you get to the opening, you look off the other side, it's like a sheer drop off. But the wind just rips through there. And so I had climbed up in there and I was standing up and this little Chinese lady, and she's like, just like gripped to the rock and she crawls up in the bottom of there. And she's like, with her little Chinese accent, Oh, I'm I'm too afraid to stand up. I'll just take your picture. <laughs> so she starts taking pictures of me, and I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> so she's like taking pictures of me standing in this arch, and then she crawls back down. It was pretty funny. That is hilarious. you're famous in China now, I guess. I'm too scared. Just take your picture. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really fun. Then the next day we went to where did we go the next Goblin Valley. No, no Corona. we did Corona. Corona, right, Corona Arch. So there's another arch outside the park. You go travel down the Colorado a couple miles. Um, On the Potash Road. Because you know what that is, right? Yeah. Anyway, and there's this really, I mean, it's a spectacular arch. I really liked it. Um, it just kind of comes right off the mountain, and it's like this big, giant arch. It's the one that, if you ever watched the Devon's uh, Super Tramp videos where they do that big rope swing through the arch, mm-hmm. it's that arch. Mm. So that was quite a hike, too. That's That was probably the worst hike for me because it was on, you're walking across rock that's angled at like a 30 or 30 degree. Piss off your knees and ankles. Hell yeah, it killed my ankles. And you kind of have horrible. to go up through that like creek bottom at the first where it's really rocky. Yeah, and it's, uh, there's some you got to shimmy up this little rock stairway that's that wasn't the bad part coming down was a lot harder it has a cable and then a little ladder you have to climb up so that was pretty intense but it was really just walking on for 2 miles on the slanted thing it killed my ankles it's crazy because somebody went on that rope swing and got too close to the ground and died and yeah, he lived in just on the other side of my neighborhood. His name's Kyle Stockings. Yeah. How would you feel to have been the one to set up the rope swing and all that? He set it up himself. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. He didn't He didn't account for rope slack. Oh, so, so when the rope stretched, it, it uh, dropped him too low? Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you about it after. I don't want to talk about night. that on the air, but yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, we, crazy. I know his so mom we, and dad. We did that. 
which was awesome. It was an awesome hike, but that was the worst hike for me uh, and for Holly. That one really messed us both up. Um, when we got, when we finished the arch, you guys had gone back the same way, mm-hmm. and we had kind of crawled down into the. There's kind of like there's like Krona Arch and Bowtie Arch, and then where Bowtie Arch, you can kind of see where it's drained the water off. And then it's built this like big cutout underneath the rock. And so you climb down into another canyon and then you climb up in there and it's like where the Indians would live, you know. It's like a perfect little half dome. It's kind of cool. We did yeah, that. those half domes down there are really neat where you could just kind of get away from the elements. Yeah. And then after that, we went to, uh, we did some rock climbing. Dustin showed us, brought all his rock climbing equipment. Climbed up a rock a couple times. Well, I only did it once, but everybody else did it a couple times. Hooked us in. Did your fingers hurt? What? Did your fingers hurt? No. It's it's a place. It's called the School Room. It's on that Potash Road. So on Potash Road, there's a couple of campgrounds, and then there's a big cliff face, and they call it Wall Street. And then there's a little spot in that that's called the School Room. And there's just like three or four climbs right in a row that are like pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And so I just ran up and led it, top roped it, and then let five it Five nine, five eight? Mm, probably like five six ish. Five six. Yeah. It's it doesn't it doesn't take a it's it's hard because it's sandstone and there's not a whole lot of handholds and so it's smooth basically. Yeah, and if you don't have good shoes on, it's a little bit tough. Mm, that is my problem. My shoes were not hiking shoes, so I kept slipping. I had a coworker at my last employment who was really big into doing the, um, I don't know what they're called, kind of like slot canyons, but they waterfall into each other. And so at each one, you, you mountaineer in or whatever, but people get stuck in the pools and can't get out, and then they die. It's crazy. So you have to figure out, because it's kind of slippery, you're wet, it's sandstone, so it's slick. So you have to get an anchor out, and then you have to be able to climb up, and you can't, it, I mean, you hope you can, but you can't always do it. So that that landscape is freaking crazy cool, but it's also pretty treacherous. Yeah, it can be pretty nasty if you don't. I mean, that rock is cement. <laughs> <laughs> so Believe me, I know. Every, every, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he <exactly>. felt it. <laughs> so, that's what did we do the next day? That's that when we went to Goblin Valley. Goblin Valley. I've never been to Goblin Valley. That was way cool. Oh, it, I go? was. I mean, I thought it would be cool, but it was even cooler than I thought it would be. Did you film yourself pushing anything over for the podcast? No, definitely not. <laughs> it's a long drive from Moab, though. That's the only thing that kind of sucks about it. How Is long? It, about an hour and a half to get there. It's pretty long. It's like a hundred miles. I've always told, I was always been told that it's close to Moab, but that's not that close. It's it closer close to Green to River. It's closer to Moab. Flies. It is okay. <laughs> yeah, it's closer to Moab than it is to here. When you have to drive back up to I seventy and then drive back to I seventy and then drive back down to Goblin Valley, it's a big U shaped trip mm. that you have to travel. Mm. Because everything down there is kind of fingery, where these canyons have been cut in yeah, and the yeah. only way to really get around is to go around it yeah, and, unless you have a helicopter. And that's one of my favorite, like Goblin Valley and, um, and little wild horse Canyon. Yeah. I really liked the little wild horse. That was a really cool slot Canyon to go yeah. climbing in. So, so pretty. It was awesome. I, I like, that was a great hike. That was a pretty easy hike to do. There were some, I don't know. There wasn't really anything that's really hard at all. And that one was there. You had to climb over a couple boulders, but yeah, I did would say that was camp? super easy. No, we got no, we just drove back. No, did you tent camp in Moab? No, we no, had to stay in Airbnb. Airbnb. It was kinda, it good. It was okay. good. Did you stay there again? Yeah. Sure. We had awesome dinners too. Like, oh yeah, we cooked good stuff, man. Bring it from home. I know. We, well, some of it, but we bought stuff down there. We had some. One day we put a pork loin in the crock pot and came home and had pulled pork. Uh, like Cafe Rio Cafe style. Cafe Rio style Sweet tacos. Pork. We put pot roast in one day and had pot roast when we came home. What else did we have? Oh, hamburgers. Hamburgers and brats. Hamburgers and brats. And then we went out and the kids ate leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We ate at the Moab Brewery. That's the blessing of being an adult with money. That was good. Moab Brewery was good. We, I think, 
everybody had chip fish and chips except for Holly. She had a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, it was really good. It was good. So, yeah, I really like that Slot Canyon. I definitely think that was worth the drive. I want to do that again. This time, next time I go to Goblin Valley, I want to go the other way, though, to the right. I, I think we should to the left. I think we should plan a man trip. A man trip? Yeah. All right. And just do, do like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back Sunday afternoon. Just mm-hmm. go do some hiking. I've wanted yeah. to see a lot of that southern Utah stuff that I haven't. I mean, I have happened to have been to Arches, but there's a ton of stuff down there I've never done. Because we could camp even. I mean, yeah. camping's easy, and or we could get, you know, with an Airbnb with just a couple of us. It'd be cheap. It'd be cheap. As long as I can sleep next to you and Scott. They'd have a hot tub. Do they? they or did. they would have to. They would yeah. they have a hot tub. Yours they did have a hot, hot tub? tub? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, this is a good idea. <laughs> I, like where you're, I like where you're going, this, Dustin. <laughs> I gave Scott the perfect opportunity to really? make a hot tub. Uh-huh. No, you didn't. I called him out on it, and he wouldn't even take off his clothes. Really? He even wore a shirt into the hot tub. I'm highly disappointed. I know. I Oh, so you got in the hot tub with your full clothes on? Yeah, full clothes. Scott, how am I supposed to believe you'd make a hot tub? I need you there, John. It has to be all three of us. It wouldn't be the same without you. He needs two fuzzy bears to be there. I'm not doing it until we're all three there and can do it together. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. That would be fun. I felt like there was going to be some naked hot tub in the one night that I went, though. There was like a couple of drunk guys. <laughs> oh, really? That <laughs> were pretty rowdy in the hot tub. So, is this Airbnb kind of communal hot tub or what? Yeah, it was in a so like complex. Condominium complex. Mm, where gotcha. And they had the, the pool was closed, which was too bad, but the hot so tub the, was. So, the hot tub was more like an in ground hot tub, not like a, not like a fiberglass like one. Right. Right. No, yeah, yeah it, it was, was just an in ground. A big multi person one. Holds 12 it was people. Freaking hot, too. Really? It was so hot. Was it hot because the outside temperature was cold, or was it hot because it was hot? It was just hot. It was pretty warm. Yeah. But that sounds fun. Then what did we do the next day? Oh, we went to Wild Bill Grandstaff Canyon. Yeah, Grandstaff Canyon. Bill's Canyon. That's it a fun awesome. hike. It's a long, it's a little bit longer hike. That was a pretty long hike. How long is long? Uh, I think it's about six miles. Round yeah, trip. I think it's three in and three out ish. So, how steep? Uh, it's yeah, not it's, too bad. It's along a river, kind of a stream. So, but Canyon there's a lot line. of up and down. So you're going up on the wall, and you come down, and you cross the stream, and you go back up and down, Do and up wet? and down. Uh, not. I mean, I there's they have rocks set up, so unless oh. you're dumb like me, <laughs> your feet stay pretty dry. I'm always, for some it. reason, get my toes wet on one foot. So, Brody biffed it. Ooh, yeah, Brody did biff it. That teeter tried to the stream. No, he kind of stepped on a rounded, pointed and rock slipped. and slipped. Oof. And yeah. it was it was pretty cold. Like that day, on the way to the hike, we actually stopped at the Dollar General and bought beanies because it was pretty cold. Yeah, did he make him stri- strip down to his boxers and do push-ups. Nope. He just toughed it out with sucking wet clothes. It out. Oof, that's cold. Yep. Bear Grylls would have said, take the clothes off, do the push-ups, wring out your clothes as much as you can. And Doesn't he, he just say going naked? I don't think he got that depends, wet, though, did he? Depends on what he's doing. Typically, he won't do full naked. Depends. Depends on what the outfit is. Mm. Didn't he kind of just get his pants wet a little bit? I mean, he didn't get, like, yeah, drenched. Yeah, no, he didn't get drenched. So it was just molding on one leg, kind of up his one pant leg. I think he doesn't typically go down to his to his birthday suit unless there's no chance of his clothes getting wet. So if he can preserve his clothes staying dry and just him getting wet, then he'll do that. Otherwise, he... Like, if it's an accident, he'll get wet or... right. But or if he has to swim across this river, he'll take all his clothes off. Yeah, and, and try to keep them as dry as possible. Yeah. Only when he's on camera, though. When he's off camera, then he's like, hey, guys, give me back my big fleece-lined down jacket. Yeah. He never claimed, though, this is off topic, but he never claimed anything other than I'll show you some tips, you know. And so I think we kind of projected some kind of higher standard on him when all he's doing is saying, if you get well, wasn't screwed, his thing this. was, hey, if you dropped in the middle of nowhere and you can't get out, here's how to get out? Yeah, here's some yeah. tips, and that's it. I mean, there was other guys that, like, walked in with, like, 
a hundred camcorder batteries and five camcorders right. and like filmed themselves and right. were on their own. I can't remember that guy. He name, always had a crew with him. Yeah. So anyway, that's off topic. That's cool. I got something for you guys. Okay. Since the naked hot tub thing is not going to work out for yeah uh, ever yet, let's go down to Moab and we'll do naked and afraid. And so you guys can get naked and go off into the wilderness and, and not have anything. Afraid. And I'll just film <laughs> and I'll be the afraid. <laughs> yeah, you would be the afraid if we're running around naked. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, I get a little bit of a tan on my butt for the first time in a long time. That'd be good. Are you sure? No. I think. I hope. It's supposed to have like the most sun down there of anywhere in the U.S. The most sunshine days of, I think, anywhere in the U.S., specifically St. George, but that area is pretty close to it. No. <laughs> it's not really that close. As a crow flies. It's about as, it's probably about the same distance from here to there as it is from there to St. George. Really? Yeah. Because you have to, you can't, because you can't go as a crow flies, you have to go around, Well, right? it's pretty far east. It is. So but even as the, the crow Moab's flies, very close to the easternmost and, part of southern Utah. And St. George is far on the west. western. Yeah. Even so. as the crow flies, it's probably pretty close to being the same distance. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's probably true. Yeah, they're not really that close. Huh. But as the sunshine goes, they're probably close. Sunshine, I mean, yeah. Sure. So it should have similar sun patterns. Scott, didn't you find out that that was like one of the darkest places? So, well, one of the signs at Goblin Valley said it was one of the darkest places on Earth. Is it because of the shade, or the the way that the night sky? Probably because because it just sits away from sits in a little bit of a bowl. No, the least light pollution. No light pollution. There's no light pollution at all. So it's got one of the best skies to go look at at night. Oh, that'd be cool. And even just in Moab, it was really dark. Like there was was no moon. So the night sliver. no, it was the next day. The next day, we went home. You went home that early. night. You went home Thursday night. So Friday, we went to Canyonlands and just drove around. There's not a lot of hikes there. We did one short hike to Mesa Arch. Um, but that Canyonlands is beautiful. It oh. is beautiful. There's actually yeah. a lot of hikes there. They're just yeah, really, really just long. Really long. Because we looked at it to see if we could do that on the last day that I was there, and we were like. Yeah, these hikes are like eight, nine. 15 that's because they start at this island on the sky, which is this big giant bluff that's thousands of feet high, right? And you have to switch back down to the bottom and then hike and stuff oh, yeah, like so that. that's so not only long distance, but it's crazy elevation. Yeah, yeah. it's like going to Havasupai or something. Yeah, we oh, ought to we ought to do a trip, and we need to get one of those roof racks that is kind of like a platform. That you could stand on, and then we could throw a mattress up there and just like snuggle and look at the sky, you know. Why are you both just blank? <laughs> why are you both just blank stare looking at me? What the? Doesn't that sound fun? I've never seen a sign that says "What happens in Moab stays in Moab," <laughs> so I don't think that's gonna happen. I do really want a platform on top of my vehicle, though. I see people set up their chairs and stuff and sit on top of their car. I think that's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that like five and a half foot advantage on top of your car really doesn't buy me a lot. So I'll just set my chair up on the ground. And I'm pretty sure I like, like 700 pounds of man stuff on top of your car is not going to be good for it. And the cost to put that platform on top of your car. You I know, just not, said I like them. I'm not really feeling this. Okay, well, I won't be doing it to my car. It's a lease. <laughs> That's the car you should do it to. Can't do it to Scott's car. It's a race car. It's a lease, too. Yours isn't a lease. Oh, my Lancer? Your Lancer. No, it's not a lease. I can't call your Kia your car. It's your wife's car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think think it'd be fun to do a little trip to Moab. We could do Moab one day and Goblin Valley and go on that. I like that hike. Or we could try a different hike. You know what would be fun is to go to Goblin Valley on the way there rent the yurt, sleep in the yurt, and then the next day go to Moab and then just spend one night in Goblin Valley, one night in the yurt. That way you get the nighttime yeah. in Goblin Valley we to should, see the sky. We should go when there's like a meteor shower. I'm in. If you make it too complicated, then we'll never go. But if we can go and there's a meteor shower happens to be at the same time, that'd be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. We should look up when a meteor shower is, though, and try and plan it for that. I'm in. There's Good one fun. in August. 
Yeah, that'd be a good time of the year. It'd be kind of hot, hot. But if we stayed in the year. Let's find one in the spring, early spring. There's, yeah, there'll be one in the early be spring. Better. Yeah, it'll be closer. So that anyway, back to we went back to the park at nighttime, and um, Arches is not a dark park officially. Like they have this some official designation, and I was looking at it, and Canyonlands is, and Goblin Valley is, but Arches isn't. I don't know where they consider the light to be coming from in Arches, but apparently it's too close to civilization but the night sky was just spectacular and even in arches in the middle of the night and we went out there and like it's dark you can't see 10 feet in front of you Hmm. so you're saying that in that area of of southern utah it's the darkest place in the country as well i don't know it just said one of the darkest places on earth whatever that means earth huh yes wow I think it's just because it's so far away from any kind of civilization. There's no light pollution. Because there's nowhere to really live down there. It's so crazy. And it's kind of in a little bit of a, like that whole San Rafael swell. Like there's just it's a like great a big giant ridge that encircles the mountains. To yeah, it keeps it from getting populated much. Yeah. Or light from other sources. Oh, okay. Yeah, that too. I think Hanksville might be the closest, and that's probably a little bitty town with probably three stoplights and a street light. Mm. Probably not even that, I bet. I meant three stop street lights and a stoplight. That's what I okay. meant. <laughs> I'm like three stoplights in Hinksville. I don't. I, there might even be one. Yeah, beautiful area down there. Pretty cool. So that was way fun. So that's what we. That's why we didn't podcast last week because we were doing that. What'd you do? Are you looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just did everything Scott did. So <laughs> we're up to you. You had two well, weeks. I wanted you to talk about Dakota a little bit, but I I didn't do anything cool. I, my work schedule is so ridiculous right now. I just work all day, all week. And for the little bit of breathe time that I have, late at night I play Destiny, and I have on Saturday, on the last couple Saturdays I've been working on my house. So I got some stuff squared away on that. But Did you put up Christmas lights yet? No, and I should have because this is so cold. This month is so cold. And so I thought, this year I'm going to put them up early, beginning of November, so that I don't get that real cold factor that you'd get if I did it beginning of December. Nope. Wasn't early enough. We'll probably have a week of 60-degree temperatures in November. If we do, I've got to do it. Next week? I've got to do it because it's so cold. I took my hands out of my pockets this morning before the train. Just long enough to put my ear pods in. Doesn't take very long, and they were in pain. It was so cold. So, Pretty well, cold. maybe it's not going to be sixty. So this How cold? week, fifties. Um, tomorrow, forty-six. Saturday, fifty-two. Sunday, fifty-five. Monday, fifty-seven. Saturday, fifty-two. Next Saturday. Oh, sorry. Monday, fifty-seven. Tuesday, fifty-five, and then fifty-five. So, we do it this weekend. It's this weekend. Cold. Fifty. That's cold. It might not be too cold for lights, but that's cold. Well, that's not 10 degrees. You get in the sun. You'll be in the sun. You'll be fine. I guess if I did it on a Saturday, I could do it. This Saturday is what? Warm enough. 50-something? I think it said it was... Put a hoodie on. You'll be good. It said it'll be 52. I actually don't think I have anything this Saturday pressing, so I might should do that. Put them up. They'll be up for two months, though. I hate that, but oh well. You know, turn them on. No. Well, you could. You could be that guy. I'm my, telling you, man. My dad plays Christmas music in in the summer. Just so. put them on the front of your house and call it good. Don't put them around your whole house. Do you I'll put them around your whole house? Mm-hmm. And even in the back? Well, I've got neighbors everywhere. Well, in fact, the only place I don't have neighbors is the front of my house. Do all the Everybody pe- has neighbors everywhere, dude. Do all the people behind you put house lights all the way around their house? Most people don't. But yes. most people I don't, don't think you need to either. Behind them. I don't think Everybody you need to either. Everybody has people behind them. All those people that you looked at your back window, you see their backyards. Nobody puts lights on their back of their house ever. Hmm. Just put them on the front. Maybe it's because I'm a thug. You are a thug. Get my LEDs all around my house. I don't think anybody expects you to put lights all the way around your house. Yeah, they might not. I'm, I might just do the front. I'll talk to Elizabeth. She helped me last year. We'll see. Oh, one thing I forgot. Oh. 
So Ethan's basketball team, he's playing on this comp team, yeah. right? Um, it's the first season they've played together as a team. They're in the tournament, and so they took the fifth seed. So they played, uh, I don't know, the third seed or something. In the first round of the tournament, crushed them, like 58 to 26. Wow. Or 56 to 28, I can't remember. No, it must have been 56 28 because it was a double. So then they played the number one team last Monday who hadn't lost a game all season, and they beat them. So by they a lot the or just No, nice. they beat them. They went into overtime. Okay. And they ended up winning by four. So, but that was pretty, pretty good accomplishment for so them. So they're the that number team, one? What? So they're number one? So they play for the championship on Monday. So wow. go Ethan. Do they play against the same team? What no, time? they play against another team. What time on Monday? Seven? I, I might know. have to get the deets. That'd be fun to come watch. Yeah, it was a really good game. I mean, that was an intense game playing this team that hadn't lost and uh, ended up going into overtime, and then they ended up winning by four. So it was pretty awesome. So Congrats, good job, Ethan. Ethan. Yeah, that's yeah, way awesome. Oh, and uh, Ethan became a overnight sensation with his rapping skills. Oh, yeah. He's a rapper now. <laughs> the the kids are just crazy on the trail everywhere we hike, and they're doing these raps, and they got pretty repetitive. And so I kind of came up with my own raps, and I was kind of making fun. And then the next day, I get this text. Eric and I get this text from Scott and Holly. You guys, we need to FaceTime you, and you need to be sitting in front of a computer so you can watch this video we're going to send you. So we're like, like, what's going on? Like, we're, you know, anticipating. So we got all ready, and we're like, okay, okay, we're ready. So they send us this video, <laughs> and Ethan threw down the hammer <laughs> with his rap skills and, hey. like, came up with his rap and just put us all in our place. It was pretty funny. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. He did a good job, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So why'd you have to go home early? Because my dog's stupid. Well, that's not what you thought. No, I thought my dog was dying. And um, so I got this. So that last day when we went to Grand Staff Canyon, we were supposed to get up the next day and kind of just hang out in the morning and then go home in the afternoon. But when we got out of Grand Staff Canyon, um, Scott, Holly, and Brody had decided to go back uh, because Brody had fallen in the water. And so we were going to go back to Potash Road and climb. And so we had Ethan with us. And I felt bad for Ethan because my sister-in-law had left a message on Erica's phone saying, hey, you need to call me. So when you get that, hey, you need to call me, it's kind of like, what's going on? <clears throat> so we called and she's like, I don't know what's up with your dog, but I think he's dying. And it's bad. And he hasn't moved and he hasn't eaten and he's laid down today and he hasn't moved at all. So, um, he's, she's kind of talking to Erica and we pulled over on the side of the road and my kids are overhearing this. So they start crying and Ethan's in there. And so I got out of the car and went and called my brother-in-law to see if the story was different from my brother-in-law. And he's like, yeah, man, like it's bad. You know, I don't know what to tell you. And so I felt bad because I didn't want him to have to deal with my dog if he was dying or take him to a vet, you know, or whatever. So and I your said, brother-in-law knows Dakota well. You, yeah, you've been out. Yeah, like he he would know if Dakota wasn't well. Yeah, so I I said, so dude, what do you think I should do? And he said, if it was me, if you're already planning on coming home in the morning, he said I would come home because I don't know if your dog's gonna make it through the night. So I was like, great. So I get back in the car and we start talking and then all of my girls are crying oh, no. and Erica's tearing up cause they're crying. I've, I feel bad too, but like, you know, I, we process I, it a little different. I know that Not it's coming. Yeah. And so I was sad and I looked back at Ethan and he's just like bright eyed and he's like, so we call my sister-in-law back and we're FaceTiming my sister-in-law and she's showing us the dog and he's like, just he's like laying under a blanket like he won't even respond to it, our voices or anything so my kids are like we're going home so i'm like okay so uh we went back and had dinner and then packed up and left but <laughs> the whole time ethan was probably just like whoa what is going on here like i felt bad for him because everybody's crying and he's just like you know and he's he looks i i, I just kind of looked at him and he's like I don't know what to say. And I'm like, you don't got to say anything, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know what to say either. Like, he's like, I'm just sorry. I don't, you know, I don't really know what to say. And I'm like, 
there's nothing you can say. It just kind of, it is what it is. So, but, so we went home that night and by the time we got home, he was actually, when we got there, he got up just before we got there. And then when we, when I got there, he got up and he was kind of walking around, but he was in pretty bad shape. And so we took him home and we nursed him back. Like I kind of thought the next day I was like, I might have to take him to the vet and just have him put down if he's this bad. <clears throat> but the next morning I got up and then he, I got him to get up and I got him to drink some water and he wouldn't really eat. And then kind of that, I kind of just spoon fed him some food a little bit and he kind of ate a little bit. And then he went outside and he was just, he was a shooter out <laughs> both ends. And then we kind of nursed him back over the, over by Monday, by the time Monday rolled around, he actually was doing a little bit better. He was doing a little bit better on Sunday and then Monday he was doing better. And then we kind of found out that uh, he had gotten into my niece's garbage can in her bathroom. And then we also found out that he got into the grease bin under my brother's trigger. And so we're actually thinking that he wasn't like dying, that he was just really sick. So we've kind of nursed him back the last couple of days. He's actually doing pretty good. So, yeah, so how come it took so long to find that data out? Um, my, I don't think anybody really thought about it, you oh. know, like because that happened early in the week. Oh. And so a couple of days have gone by since that happened when he gotcha. got really sick. And so I think it just caught up with him. And he's, he's 12 years old now and he's a big lab and labs don't have a long life expectancy. So what's the conversion from human years to dog years? Seven for everyone. Good night. So he's like freaking hundreds of years old? No, he's... Um, he's like 84. Yeah, 84 Wait, hold on. Old. You said he's 12 years old? Yeah. 12 times 7? 10 times 7. So, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Just making sure you guys are honest. Yeah, just making sure. Just math is sure. hard. Just making sure you guys are being honest. Hey, aren't you a math... Weren't you a math professor, as a matter of fact? I mean, the word professor is kind of <laughs> exaggerated. Didn't you teach math? I did teach oh, math, okay. yes. He did not teach multiplication, though. <laughs> I, I got a little ahead of my, my feet got a little ahead of my uh, brain. Yeah, but he's that's doing better, so no, that's good to hear. So isn't the grease bin kind of good for the animal? No, that trigger is kind of... Okay. And it you you don't get a whole bunch, so you just let that grease kind of can you know, congeal in a can. It it hangs from underneath the smoker. So it was probably old too. Mm. But yeah. It wasn't good. It was bad. I know if I have a nice steak with some fat on it, which I love to eat, it messes me up too. Really? Yeah. Mm. So you get, surprise you get me the squirts too, Scott? I, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But well, I know it's coming, and I plan for it, so and it's worth it. Oh, steaks are delicious. It's pretty yummy. I'm glad Dakota's well. Yeah. He's getting old, though. so He's kind of got this thing that's getting progressively worse where he's starting to, I think he's getting atrophy in his back end. Mm-hmm. And that's Start shaking? No, he, you just that starts happening with labs. They get a little lazier, and then they're, they start losing muscle mass in their back end, and mm-hmm. then... There's a couple of things that can happen with labs. One is uh, hip dysplasia, and the other is another disease where they lose nerve sensation in their back end. And so they start not being able to control their legs. And so I'm noticing that happening. And so, and I've noticed it before we went to Moab. Um, and he's still okay, but if it gets any worse, then it'll get to the point where I have to take him and have him put to sleep. So it's kind of not yet. Not yet. It's He's going to live forever still. He's still going to live forever. All right. There you go. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven. Yep. He'll go to heaven for sure. He might get scolded at the gates for <laughs> all the time he's rummaged through the garbage cans in people's <laughs> bathrooms. But <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he's going to find in there? The last time he stinking got sick. He, I was taking garbage out, and Eric could put some garbage out on the back step, and I was running stuff in and out. And he rooted. Uh, I had left a bag of something, or I can't remember, but we had left, and he had pushed the garage door open because um, we forgot to lock it. 
and then he went in there and rooted through the garbage in the garage and got sick the last time this happened. So Dang. Yeah, he's that a, rascal. He's a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a food addiction problem. He loves them trash cans, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. You guys going trick-or-treating tonight? I've uh, got work. I'm old enough that I don't have to go trick-or-treating work? anymore. You didn't give your students the night off to go trick-or-treating? I couldn't. I got an email from the bosses, from the powers. Hopefully there's nobody will show up, and then you can go home, right? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I mean, I can't do anything about that. I have a feeling that I'm going to have the the um, eager beavers that are going to be The one who sent you the email? No, that's that was leadership. That wasn't my students. No, the one at the beginning that sent you the email. Oh. That said, you're such a wonderful guy. I can't wait to be taught by you. That kid's actually super cool. He's a he's a DBA in, in training. We would do we would do well to hire the guy. He's he's good at what he does. Mm, nice. So he's a brown noser, but he's also uh Did you tell your you say, Hey, I'll give you ten extra credit points if you come in costume tonight? I'll give you 10 extra bonus points if you listen to my podcast. I can't get in trouble. I can't I can't award them to get me in trouble. What? I can't reward them to get me in trouble. That's not good. Why? If they show up in costume, you'll get in trouble? Depends on the costume. Why? Oh, you're saying just just encourage them to show up in a costume? Yeah. Say, hey, I'll give you 10 extra points if you show I up in costume I would just encourage them tonight. not to show up at all. Yeah, yeah, that's what you should do. I can't do that. I get in trouble. What are they gonna do? Fire you? Yeah, they could. The e- I know I should. I, it's like it's like actually. You should have seen John's face right there. I said, "What are you gonna do? Fire you?" And he's like, "Oh, well, yeah, they could." And then all of a sudden, it hit him. It's wow, like oh, that bulb. might not be a bad thing. <laughs> and his <laughs> face, so bad. his face lit up, and he's like, "Wow, yeah, I could let's get do that. fired and end all of this the, misery." The thing is, is firing has a negative connotation, right? You think it's bad. But there are those cases where it's actually <laughs> such a blessing, <laughs> you know. I guess you should just quit if it's that if it's that bad. But anyway, so I'll be working. And then you're going trick or treating. Nope. Then I'll go home. Today's mm-hmm. Thursday, so I'll go home, and my family should be there. On Tuesday nights, Elizabeth has volleyball, so they're all gone. I can't tell you how sad I was the first time I came back. This semester, and they were the whole—they were all gone to an empty house. No idea where they were. And I didn't remember the volleyball thing. What the heck? And you what were sad. Yeah. It's like one for one second. What the heck? And then all of a sudden, yeah, I got the whole house to myself. <laughs> he got those bright eyes again. Started yeah. taking all my stuff. This is like being fired off. from work. <laughs> I do whatever I want. I Make it hot tub by myself. Uh, once I realized that they were gone and that they were having a good time, I kind of settled into what I was going to do anyway, which was to destiny. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, they'll be there tonight, hopefully, and I'll probably have to trade them for candy. This is the most expensive holiday outside of Christmas for me. We need to have them come over to our house. Trade you? No, just come over to my house. No. No, I'm, I have them coming to my house. Probably too. just as bad as Dustin. I'm giving full size candy bars away. Dang. You know how yeah. much that'll cost me? That'll probably cost me two or three bucks in stickers. Your kids, though, when they come over, they get an apple. That's good. I'm giving you get them. apples at your house, too. <laughs> what? You get yeah, apples, apples at your house, too. Huh? Carrots. We I'm get not carrots. Dumb. Come, I come, see come you get a weaking. carrot. <laughs> come get a carrot. The audience can't see you weekend, but I can. <laughs> we, and give that's out, what matters. we give out trail mitch. Mix packages with no sweets in them. Yeah, no sugar at all. Just dried up, just dried fruit. Yep, dried fruits and nuts. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're not big Halloweeners. My dad will hand out some candy for an hour and call kid. Did you? What are your kids going as? Wonder Woman and a ninja. Nice. What are you doing tonight, Dustin? Eating chili, handing out full size candy bars. Eating more chili? Oh yeah. It's chili nice. day. It, this isn't Halloween. It's National Chili Day. Should be. Uh, we had a chili cook-off here at work, so... You know that crock pot that I brought to work today that everybody ate? You got another one? Another one just like it's in nice. the home. So there was, what, five people that brought chili? Um, yeah. And three of them are at this table? Yep. <laughs> Team so players like right a, here. RGRT chili cook-off is what it really was. That's what Scott said to me, because at the time, there was only one other chili thing on the table, 
and it was us three and one other one. Eventually, um, Aaron, the fifth came. Guess uh, who's Chile ate? <laughs> I only ate the three chilies from this table. Really? <laughs> I didn't eat anybody else's. Um, the other one it was okay. I didn't have Aaron's, but I did have the other one, and it was good. It was good. It was regular chili. I bet Aaron. It was normal chili. chili. Yeah, it was normal chili. Was Which it out of a can? No, I wouldn't be surprised. I, wouldn't, I, I don't know. I, I think if they did, they added hamburger and stuff, corn and stuff to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, because you could definitely tell it wasn't canned meat, meat. Yeah. I had a small, it was pretty good. He put a big sign on it, it said normal chili. So I didn't make my chili, Elizabeth did. But my one request was nothing can be out of a can. She's like, well, what about the beans? And I said, that's the only thing. Just beans can be out of the can. That's all. Because they're a pain. You know, they take like what 20 the? hours to soak, and then you have to cook them in a crock pot. You don't even do it, and you're making all these demands of her? I didn't make demands. There was a request. <laughs> <laughs> Difference between demand and request. And um, I thought it was good. I, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was very veggie. Yeah, it was kind of vegetable-y. It was more of a soup for me. It was kind, kind of, of like kind a, of was a chili soup. It was yeah. kind of like a minestrone. Like a bean soup. Because yeah. you put the beans in. Minestrone minus the noodles. I can see that. A bit. It was good, though. And it was tasty. And that's partly my fault. You know, I, I send her mixed signals. I'm sp- I signed up for chili, but I asked her for lots of veggies in it. and It's my fault. I like. Well, I, 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 I love good. a vegetable soup, It was though. good. Like, if you get a good vegetable soup, man. I'd eat it again. Yum. I would eat it also. Uh. So it's, better than the kale, it it's better than the kale salad you always bring. <laughs> kale salads are easy. <laughs> Five minutes. That's the first throw time. Throw them in the bowl, throw the dressing on, you're done. That's the first time I ever had a look into what you eat other than a salad. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, other than when we go to like J-Dogs or Cafe Rio. I freaking eat like a hound dog. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, Elizabeth, when she decides to cook, it's pretty good. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm just a chili traditionalist. Like when I do chili, I make the same chili reps, recipe every single time. I don't really go out of the box. I'm usually not a guy that likes all these funky weird things in my chili. Um, I do like your chicken chili though, because it's like chili, pint, or those navy beans, pinto beans. They are white beans. North northwestern, I think. Yeah, something. so they're like a white bean, mm-hmm. right? White, there's two different kinds of white beans. I can't, I don't know what they're called, but yeah, two kinds of white beans. And then it has a, is it a, like a verde type? Uh, no, that's just green chilies. Just green chilies. Just chop up some poblanos or some Anaheims or, or something like that, whatever, you know, I decide. But it's, it's what I feel like chicken chili should be. It's more of a chili than it is like a chicken soup, which a lot of people, make chicken soup and put beans in it and then call it chili, but yeah, it was really good. One of the spice packs off the rack. So I think that That's people nice. like that. <laughs> they, I think they like a traditional thing. I don't think they want to be surprised yeah. when they go and eat a, a meal. Um, but I myself don't know what traditional chili tastes like. I can't remember from eating to eating. I eat it very rarely. So... Uh, my, it's hard for me to say. My chili is pretty dang just simple. It's it is. It's just a nice, simple, good, delicious hamburger. Chili. Hamburger, onions, green peppers, crushed tomatoes, kidney beans, and packets of seasoning off the shelf. <laughs> and then I do add a couple of other seasonings, but I use McCormick chili seasoning. Yeah. That's all I use. And then I add... Added, I feel like I added a little bit too much chili powder to it. It was the hottest of the chilies. I usually add some chili powder on my own and then some garlic and some other things. I was going to make my garlic, yeah. some spice today. I really was. I was this close to putting all these nice serranos and stuff in it to really spice it up. And then I uh, I can't do that because people... I, know. I have a three-banger uh, chili pot or a crock pot, like a buffet thing. Mm-hmm. And I honestly thought about trying to divide that. I didn't make enough. I was thinking I'd put two normals in two and then I would make a hot batch. Yeah. But I didn't have enough. I didn't make enough overall chili to fill three of the little crock pots. And then I thought later, I should have just chopped those serranos up and brought them in a bag and put them on the side and let people just kind of dump them in if they wanted a little extra spiciness. That would have been good. 
I didn't mean for mine to be spicy at all. I wouldn't say it was bad. It was just the mo- it was the most of what was there. I felt like I added a little bit too much chili powder. As a matter of fact, when I go home, I'm going to add another can of crushed tomatoes to the the thing because I felt like I put a little bit too much chilies, just chili powder in there. But I don't know. It's still good. Yeah, it was care. it was yum. I had a good time at the event too. I was kind of surprised. I was kind of thinking it'd be janky and crappy. But because we have a coworker that kind of really digs Halloween, he had this cool display. Yeah. And the table looked cool, and it. I was surprised. I had a great time. I went into it kind of with a bad attitude and was pleasantly surprised. Bad attitude, John. That's not my name. It is now. <laughs> How come it can't be pleasantly surprised? Did you guys eat anything <laughs> else other than chili and rolls? Did you guys have any of the other stuff? What other stuff was there? I think there was like some kind of rice. I did not. I didn't have any of that. I, I had, had four bowls of chili, and I thought that was I enough. Had five and bowls of chili, and I'm <laughs> still full. I'm struggling. Pumpkin cake and a pumpkin cookie. Yeah. I had three half bowls of chili. There was pumpkin cake down there. Yeah, it was delicious. So, oh, I had I had somebody's homemade pumpkin and walnut cookies. I did yeah. too. Those, <laughs> those were, were good. way good. Yeah, I actually had yeah. three or four of those and shouldn't have. Yeah, those they were, were good. really good. Then I had a sugar cookie and a piece of cake. There was a small, thin slice of cake there. And yeah, I was like, Ooh, that's what I had too. I, I went that. back to get like a straight up chocolate chip cookie. And in the back, there was this whole tray full of them. I'm like, sweet. And then I kind of looked closer and it looked like oatmeal. And there's never oatmeal and chocolate chip, which is good, but they never happens. It's Almost usually oatmeal raisins. So I looked closer and like, oh man. Freaking raisins. So raisins when we are delicious. I'm not a fan of oatmeal raisin. Mm-hmm. When dumb. we were down there and I was dishing up a bowl of chili, some you know, there were like cheeses and stuff, and I was uh-huh. looking for some sour cream to put in the chili. Yeah, I wish we had a little And bit I was like, cream. ooh, sour cream, and I went to do it and I looked Uh-oh. on the side, it said cottage cheese. Oh. And I was like, ew, someone put in cottage cheese. So I just passed it up. When I went to go get my my crock pot and they had turned the lights on, it was actually minced onions. In oh. a cottage cheese. And I was like, oh, man, I so would have put some onions oh, in I there. I put some of that on. Ooh. But I thought it was cottage cheese. And I'm like, what kind of crazy person's put yeah, cottage the cheese in their low, chili? It's hard to see stuff. I, yeah. I thought the same thing. What is this? So I took a spoonful and I smelled it. Oh, yeah, onions. Uh, yeah. I wish I would have known it was <laughs> onions. <laughs> I Big old spoonful right on top. Yeah. Onions are great. Love onions. They were a little finely cut for me. I like them a little chunkier in my yeah, chili. Yeah, they were pretty diced. Yeah. But it still was nice. You got to have onions on top. Mm. We're at 57 minutes. So, so oh, real quick, you're staying home watching, handing out, eating chili. Yeah, all my kids are old enough to go do their own thing. And so what I usually do is I set up my candy bowl and I open the window because my table's right by. I open the window and I just hand candy out the window. I don't even get up to the door. That's and all the awesome. kids, because, you know, that ledge on my porch, right. the, the window is only like a foot, two foot tall. So all yeah. those little kids, like, they come up to the window and they're like, trick or treat, you know. And we just hand out candy bars out the window. It's going to be cold fun. tonight, dude. You're not going to do that. I know, because I live with a homesick Hawaiian geez <laughs> <laughs> it's like 74 degrees in our house and they're all like oh, we're freezing cold homesick Hawaiian <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's me too just staying home probably go take Brody around the neighborhood one time he's not a real big trick-or-treater he just likes to go out uh, the local neighborhood and then Ethan, I don't know what Ethan's doing, but he's going out with... He's coming to my neighborhood, I think is what they uh, said. I don't, but they're running wild through the streets. So. They run, too. They just run up and down the streets. Like, they cover so much space, it's unbelievable. Hmm. Yeah. That's where being in shape comes in handy. Yeah. So, I want to give you guys a quick update. I am ready to officially hang pixel Christmas lights under my eaves permanently. Nice. I got Where'd channel yesterday. Channel from? That stuff off Amazon. The one with the stuff on the bottom? I bought the, no, I bought the low profile stuff. Is it all painted? No, I got, I'm going to paint it tomorrow. But it was that those lights that I bought with the plastic waterproofing on it fit perfect in that channel. Oh, with nice. the, pl- so you left the sheathing on? Yeah. It was wider. 
it was wider than that Home Depot stuff. Wow. Nice. So, yeah. It's going to turn out awesome. So I got to order another set of that channel, actually. Um, So it has has that diffuser. And so once you clip the diffuser in, it doesn't come out. Like, it's really hard to get out. And so I'm just going to... The diffuser... Just like a frosted piece of plastic on top of the... It'll right. hold. It'll hold the light so strip inside. So I didn't see a diffuser in the box when you showed that to me. Yeah, because I didn't unwrap the whole thing. But so the diffuser fits in after the. On top. So so the channel. Sheathing. The channel's about a quarter of an inch, maybe. Uh-huh. And then the diffuser is dome shaped, and so it gives it maybe like, maybe like, half of a like another eighth of an inch. And that fits in there perfect, so, so you it'll have be the low profile. And the diffuser on. I left the sheathing on the LED strip. I didn't have to remember how yesterday I was like, I'm gonna have to yeah. pull it out. It all fits in there I perfect. Know. And then, so the sheathing's on, and then you had a diffuser on top of the sheathing. The diffuser mm-hmm. goes in the top of the channel. Wow! And all of that fit. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, it's nice, and it's silver, like it's a bright silver, so you wouldn't even have to paint it it would just you'd think it was white it's that that bright i mean you could paint it white but all right i'm sure they have white available so was that picture that you sent with the sheathing and the diffuser (coughs) i had a hard time getting the lights to show up on the so you could see the individual colors because one they were chasing and then two they were so bright that it kept washing out my camera so that's why i was having such a hard time and you were like, it doesn't seem very bright. Because I kind of have to dim my camera so you could see the colors. Oh, so, you dimmed your camera when you sent that video? Yeah. Oh, so are those super bright? Uh, they're pretty dang bright. Yeah. I'm excited for you to get them on because I think I need that to sell Holly. I'm going to try to get it. I'm going to go today. Well, no, I'm going to go tomorrow morning. I'm going to buy some brown paint. I got to paint mine. So I'm going to paint. I'm going to paint them brown. And then I'm going to try to hang them on Saturday. At least, I don't know if I have enough to get up the, the triangle part of my eve. I'm going to have to order some more. Triangle part of your eve? Yeah, I have You're a gonna pitch. You're going to go up your pitch? I have a pitch in my front. So I'm oh, going wow. to go across the garage. Are you going to leave that all year? Yep. Up the pitch? Yep. Wow. I'm going to go across the garage, across that front, and then up the pitch. Wow. And I'm going to keep them on all year long. Keep them up. It's going to have pink and white and red and for Valentine's. Green on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Be a lot of fun. And then I'll just start building different channels from there. I have another, I'll have another uh, 17 channels to work with. So. Because you have the pro controller thing? Yep. So. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. I'm excited because I talked to Holly with it and she wasn't as. Super excited! If you have white right eaves, I think this would look even better. So I want to—I want her to see how cool it is on your house, so I can sell her. Yeah, more. it'll be cool. That's it. Awesome. For me. All right, John. You got anything? Last words? No. Live long and prosper, and be nice. No way to get in a Star Trek reference. Yeah. Be nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. That one. <laughs> Dustin, you have anything? Trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. I was going to say that. Really? May the force be with you. (laughs) No, I was going to say that too. (laughs) Hey, your costume today was pretty sweet. That hood was pretty cool. That hood's awesome, but it zips I have to say, I looked away and looked back, and your hood was on, and I was like, what the freak? And then (laughs) I was like, okay, I see now. Yeah, I have this really cool Darth Vader um, hoodie. So got Darth Vader stuff on the front and the hood kind of zips up and covers your whole face and that would actually really cool. be really comfortable to ride to Traxxon in the morning yeah, you can't breathe I, in it though you can't that's okay I'm sure you could buy that on Amazon yeah, yeah I'm sure it's not that hard to with find with the eye holes you can still see out of it yeah I can see fine I just can't breathe because there's no real like your nose is scrunched up against this, the material like it's Hot, so you can't. I can't wear. Well, I probably could, but and with I the don't size of to. your with the size of your head, John, you'd be <laughs> like a newspaper, a Mexican wrestler. <laughs> you'd be like Nacho, Nacho. Libre. <laughs> yeah, nice. All right. Well, um, I would say Happy Halloween, but by the time you get this, it won't be Happy Halloween anymore. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. All right. We'll see you next week.
Here it comes. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. You can find more episodes, show notes, and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com. You can also find us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Once again, thanks for listening, and catch us next week for a brand new episode. Hey, Scott. What? How come we went the whole episode without talking about John's costume? I didn't know they made tights and leotards and a Playboy bunny hat that big. You can find anything on eBay, bro. <laughs>